And now, the debut of Christmas song number two. It could be timely, not sure. This is Oh Sweaty Ted. Compliments of Coach Cuse, Bill Doinks, and daughter of Bill Doinks. Oh, sweaty Ted, there's beans ready for counting. We wait the night of our bear's great rebirth. Long lay your words of press conferences whining till George appeared and your soul felt its worth. A lack of hope. A weary fan's frustration, our patience breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh, hear the pair fan's voices, oh, night, divine. This episode of Zero Doinks. Oh my god, another week, another loss. That is six straight. Somebody go murder Matt Nagy. Please don't. That's not literal. Anywho, we're still here. We are going to talk. We're still going to have a lot of fun. We're going to preview this weekend's game against the Texans. I'm sure Deshaun Watson won't have revenge on his mind at all. We are going to go back to Ireland, this time to Cork with Anthony for some fans and eggs. We'll have some hams and bread with a little bit of hams and spreads in the middle with Rick Fieldsman, plus much, much more, including Big Ten Minutes. Coming up, Zerdonix. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zedikes! Oh my god, the beers are so good, Dan. They are so good. It takes a lot of talent to lose this many in a row. How you doing, bud? Go Lions! This is a Lions podcast! Lions go, go, Lions fight, fight, Lions. Was there a Lions song last week and I missed it? There was. Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Lions. Uh, hey, bud, good to see you. Hey, We're back good in this weird see... office atmosphere. Uh, we are. We are. It smells a lot better this week. Last week smelled does. like pure diapers. It smelled like diarrhea, which I believe is what they use to adhere new flooring to uh, part of the office here. But anyway, uh, yeah, bears fucking suck. They're trash. It does take a special team, though, to lose six in a row and to lose in that fashion and to not everyone anyone get fired immediately after. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty special, Bill. It is. No, I mean, yeah, McCaskies, you have that unwritten rule. How, how dare you even consider firing anybody in this season? I mean, come on. That, that's a stupid rule, right? That's... Shouldn't it be circumstantial? Shouldn't it depend on what's going on? I mean, I, I guess it doesn't really matter if you're blowing it up, hopefully. If they don't blow it up, then I'm going to be mad. Well, you got to know. You got to. At what point do the Bears know who they are as an organization? And there's no indication that they have any ability to, to read the room and see who, who they are and where they stand. Because if they're hanging on to that. Oh, we can't fire anybody until the end of the year. Well, clearly that hasn't fucking worked ever. What's the point? If you know that you're getting rid of Ryan Pace, why not start looking for his replacement now? If you know you're getting rid of Matt Nagy, uh, maybe start looking now. Start asking around the league. I mean, it only makes it more awkward if you're trying to feel out. Ooh, oh. if you're if you're trying to feel out who's going to replace these guys now while they're still in place, there's no there's no fucking point. There's no fucking point to it. So I'm not encouraged as we move closer to the end of the year that the McCaskies have any fucking idea what they're doing. <laughs> well, that's, you know, history is on your side there. Do you have any um, any feeling with David Kaplan from ESPN 1000, his rumor yesterday that Ted Phillips is contemplating retirement in the offseason? What, what do you think of that? When you heard that rumor of what happened in your pants... I, yeah, he's got to go. I mean, I love it, but why Why is Kaplan the only one that has this info? Like, Kaplan's also, I think he's the king of, like, I know, I have a very good source that knows this and that. And I haven't listened today, but I guarantee you from now until, what, what do we have left? Four, four fucking games? I can't keep it straight. He's going he's gonna to put out nuggets to, like, give himself an out if it doesn't happen. And and I know that's going to say, he's be like, oh, I never told you that. I just said I heard from somebody. He's like, but I didn't think, I didn't believe it. So that's a Kaplan move. Uh, but I guess that's not really what you're asking me. You're asking me if I'd be excited if that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be excited. He's got to yeah. go. He's yeah. got to go. And it's yeah. the, the idea that I feel like media people are trying to say, I think this is a big hub arkish thing, the hublisher saying like Ted Phillips isn't making the decisions. Uh, okay, then why is Ted Phillips the guy speaking at the hiring of Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy? I mean, they're not rolling out like a, an, a, a junior level accountant in the fucking organization to do that thing. Like, like why, why is he there then? So you can't tell me that he's not involved in football decisions at any level if if he's fucking standing there and talking to the media about hiring these guys so yes stop lying to us am i wrong is, is hub no. the guy that sort of pushes that narrative hub is one of them there's a few actually and i uh there's been like rumblings in the media that are like 
defending Ted Phillips in that regard. I've noticed it's like, why? Why are you doing that? Because you're right. I always picture him with George when they're announcing a big hire. And I know when they went on, um, when they were looking to hire their next head coach, I think it was Ryan Pace, George McCaskey, and Ted Phillips all flying around the country meeting with whoever the hell was on their list. So it's like, so again, at the very least, he's got to approve these moves, apparently. Otherwise, why the hell would he be there? And and a guy like that, that fucking sweaty son of a bitch, you know that he's <laughs> offering his horrible opinions that have helped drive this franchise into the ground. And, Dan, I have a special surprise for you here, buddy. Oh. You haven't heard it yet. But oh. to lead this show, you're going to be very excited with a new hit song, Oh Sweaty Ted. So oh, Nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean Ted Phillips. He I sucks. hate Ted Phillips too. I don't care if he stays with the team. Just make it very clear that he's you know, do the old John Pack I mean John Paxson shouldn't be with the Bulls, but next best case is they're like we just shoved him into an office and told him to shut the fuck up. And that's what they should do with Ted as well. <laughs> if you want to keep him around, just be right. like, Here's your office, Ted. Nobody wants to see your fat face anymore. <laughs> And I could say that. I'm a fat face guy. I could say that. There's no shame there. (laughs) There's no shame in your game. Yeah, I I could justify it, too. If you're going to hire, like, a a head of football operations, essentially. Like, you know, if you do what the Bulls did this offseason or you did what the Cubs did eventually when the Ricketts realize they don't know what the fuck they're doing on the baseball side with Crane Kenny and all that idiocy, right? (laughs) So Crane Kenny is basically Ted Phillips, isn't he? They just shoved Crane to the side and said, hey, keep making money and just shut up, stay out of baseball. And and that was fine. That was a good marriage. I'm okay with that. I think Ted seems to get credit for pushing the McCaskies into getting a new facility along with Ryan Pace up in Hallis Hall. Like, how, who gives a shit? Like, oh. we're not recruiting fucking kids to, away from Alabama here. Like, well, what are we talking about here? Right. But right. I, I don't care if he stays with it. But I saw something today that the Texans, who were playing this week, are oh. already putting a, like a committee together to, to help them hire a new GM. So why, why, should, why should we fire somebody right now is to do exactly that. Because there's already teams all looking for a new coach, a new GM, and we, we're just going to be at the end of the year just with our dick in our hands being like, oh, the draft's coming up. Maybe we should rush to make a decision. That's stupid. That's just dumb. But that would be on brand for the fucking McCaskies. It would be. It would very much be. Uh, George McCaskey, is there another McCaskey that you want to be the uh, the front of this franchise? And if no. so, name him by name. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I would like instead? I would like a very clear plan as to what happens when Virginia's gone. I just want to know. Is, is, is that information out there, or is it? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but the idea is that uh, the McCaskies are no longer the majority owners, right? Because it's split 11 ways. I think that's what I read. Yeah, but, I yeah, I think the family would probably have to vote with what they wanted to do, I guess. I don't know. And then, right, Pat Ryan owns 10% or whatever the hell yeah. it is, and, and uh, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I don't know, I don't know much about this Pat Ryan fella. He's, what was he, the head of Aon or some shit like that? I mean... 
I don't. Yeah. I don't. He, I, that's he what seems I'm to a... own a little bit of every franchise. I think like it's okay. it's yeah, which good for him. Yeah, and I, I look. I mean, he at least has is a successful businessman, and I feel like he's somebody who could understand that he doesn't know enough to make football decisions. He would know enough to be like, all right, let's think outside the box here and bring in you know, like the Ricketts did, like he could maybe take that. Maybe he's not, maybe he's a fucking idiot when it comes to owning football teams, but I don't know. I, I, who, I don't know any other McCaskies. Should I, you know, more McCaskies than I do. You tell me. Um, I would vote for, uh, yeah. I mean like none of them. They're, they're <laughs> all kind of, there's a couple, I don't want to name names. There's a couple that I think are sharp. Um, and the majority that I have met in my life, Wait, I would not hold on. in front. Yeah, yeah. Why, why are you protecting the McCaskies? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so <laughs> stupid. I'm really not. I'm, I'm more, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. But no, I would say. Um, name names, Bill. God damn it. Name names. Hire Rich McCaskey. Rich, you do great in the mailroom. You do great, buddy. You should be out front. He would make it interesting. That guy shoots from the hip. That guy, okay. he's a squirrel. Yeah. I don't know if he's still alive. Um, uh, yeah, no, he might be. He's probably is. I haven't heard otherwise. So, yeah, I, they don't really know me. I don't really know them. <laughs> I, here's what I would say. Sell the team. That's what I would say. Sell the team. I am so sick of that family. Uh, Virginia, uh, I mean, God bless you, but stop traveling to road games during a pandemic. <laughs> Take off that mink baby and become West Virginia, right? Give us that the last four weeks. Yeah, I I would love – I don't know. Sell the team. I mean, they're never going to sell the team. They've got no. nothing else. They've got literally nothing else. I mean, they're yeah. – you imagine them splitting the sale 11 ways or whatever it is. Not even – I mean, it wouldn't even be the full sale because this Patrick Ryan fellow owns a big chunk of it. Do you imagine we're like, what do we do now? What do I do yeah. now, Daddy? Daddy George, what do I do now? Oh Daddy no, George. Daddy George. Well, it's uh, it's not great. It's definitely not great situation. Do you even want to talk about the game at all, or it doesn't really matter? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The defense stinks. The defense just flat out stinks now. They've. I don't know if they've given up or if they're just bad. I mean, Khalil Mack is what's hurt back. Is that what we're going to roll with? I mean, the guy, he's driving me a little nuts. I feel like he's doing a lot of flopping. He's gotten really good at the, oh, I'm being held move with his hands up. I feel like he does that way more than actually trying to get to the quarterback. And I know that's Jerry from Cicero talk there, but that's starting to drive me nuts. Robert Quinn is might as well just be a dead guy out there because – what the fuck is he doing? Uh, no, the the defense stinks. We don't we don't we don't get any pressure on the quarterback. Stafford looked like Joe fucking Montana back there. Um, I don't know. I got I, I'm sort of clueless as to what what's happened to the defense, other than they just don't give a shit and they don't want to get hurt at this point. I know it's it was pathetic, especially he scored that many points on offense, which still isn't enough points. But if you do that against Detroit, you should you should have won by ten. You should win. And uh yeah, that was that was bad. But long term, 
this will be better for the 2021 and beyond bears theoretically theoretically but that's also that's also assuming that a changes are made b correct hires are made which that's been the problem right it's been this vicious circle and cycle of suck yeah and i i mean just on the offensive side yeah we scored points mitch looked okay in spurts but he's still the same old bastard I mean, we David Montgomery looked great. He's put together a few good games here. I'm really encouraged by that. The yeah. interior offensive linemen seem to like have clicked a little bit, which is, I think, really good going into yeah. next year. We need new tackles. They're horrendous. <laughs> I mean, if wow. shouldn't be playing at all anyway, we got him at tackle. He's a liability. Charles Leno, holy shit. I mean... Can we ditch him after this year? Or do we take a huge cap hit if we? I think I don't know if you have a choice. I think you just have to, and just yeah, I don't know. I well, I guess that's kind of stupid. You might as well have the body. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Is that a, like an yeah. is that an Alex Bars possibility? I've seen people float that out there, but I know he played tackle. tackle. I, don't know. I know he played tackle in college, right? But yeah, um, I, I. But you know, it's all come. You know, it all comes down to the coaching. Montgomery had an awesome first half. We have a 10-point lead. And then what did he run it? Six times in the second half? Yeah, zero in the third quarter, I believe. There's literally no excuse for that. None. There's <laughs> zero. Yeah. I mean, I w- Patterson's still getting carries. What, a what lot. are we doing? A lot of them. Yeah, and he actually, that's the best he's ever looked as a running back, but still, it's still stupid. Like, it's like, I hate it. It's feed the ball to Montgomery. Montgomery would have done better with those runs, I would imagine, than than Patterson did, right? So it's like, man, you you finally have a guy going, get him the fucking ball. I feel like Nagy is just trolling all of us. Like, he can't be this stupid. Well, he he claims he's not an idiot, right? He. Is he trying to get fired? Maybe he's maybe he's maybe just that's done. It. Maybe he's just done. And he's not calling. Yeah. Well, he's not calling the plays, but right, right. he's clearly it, it, nothing's changed. It's the same <laughs> offense. So yeah. I and Allen Robinson just oh, total Jesus like, Christ! I, Come on, man! I might be done with that guy. Like I know <laughs> he chirps a lot on Twitter, and he's like right. feels like everyone's disrespecting him. Does the dude fall down? Is he like no self-awareness for when he's open? Like I know he has shitty quarterbacks, but I feel like he's leaning on that pretty hard as well. Like I feel like if you put a guy like a top-end receiver out there, he's going to catch the ball, turn, and look to get a few more yards. That dude's constantly falling down, right? Yeah. Am I, am well, I, am I being no. Cicero here? I mean, I, I like A-Rob. I want to see him stick around. But you also can't chirp at people on twitter for being haters and then pull that stunt you did at the end of the game that's the problem that's the problem right you're not going to get and then ask for pro bowl votes from the fan base basically right yeah it just makes it seem like you're completely in it for yourself and it might yeah that it does feel like jerry and cicero too it's like we've we've mentioned this podcast before we are pro player we we are angry at the bears for not having extended Allen robinson but if he is if he's asking for you know number one money like he's he's a tier below like he just right. is and yeah there, there's no way that 
you know, Devontae Adams is running out of bounds on a no. one yard short on a third down play. Like that's not, that is not happening. No, so it's, yeah. You're so right. Yeah. I, fuck. Come God on, Allen Robinson. Come on. Mo- I mean, Mooney, Mooney, I think is a star. Ooh, I think that's sexy. He's going to be, gonna be yeah. a stud. And I thought Anthony Miller looked all right. I he mean, looked quick. He looked he yeah. looked a lot faster and engaged out there. Like those are three pretty damn good wide receivers, actually. Yeah. That's that's not a bad starting point. Quarterback sucks. <laughs> quarterback's awful. <laughs> the quarterback's awful. I mean, it it figures we get some sort of rhythm with our offensive line a little bit, get our running game going, and our defense is just they've just quit. I mean, hey. there's. There's no other way to put it. Cole but, Komet got in the end zone. Yeah, that was a nice play. That was that was, a, that was a nice play. I don't know. Fuck the Bears. I mean, this is – if you were really – I mean, were you really upset on Sunday after that no. loss? No, okay. I, I was um, – I kind of enjoyed it in like a really weird way. Like it's just because I'm so sick of Matt Nagy. Like I would have enjoyed a win. I was not rooting for a loss. But I kind of sat back and I was like, yeah, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. Like, this is so Bears. It's the complete opposite of what happened in week one. It is. It continues to just emphasize that Matt Nagy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And and, and it kind of furthered. You mentioned, you asked me last week what I was looking for in the last five games of the season. I'm looking to see if anybody's quitting. And I feel like the defense is continuing to yeah. kind of quit. I'm sorry. And I'm I'm not like smart enough to know one way or the other but it's uh it's just bad it's all bad and (laughs) this team doesn't deserve to win and the fans fans at this point i feel like want change like what what the what would have been the point where six and six were fighting for the seventh seed in the nfc would anybody have felt better this week if we had eked out a win against the lions come on no and that was That was perfect karma based off how we won that first game against yeah, the Lions. Like it was. We were due to give one back to them. I just laughed. Any yeah. Bears fan that was so pissed off, at the end of the day, this is better for us. I mean, we were, yeah. we're already playing from behind for the draft this year because we squeaked out a few cheap wins at this the, earlier this year. I don't. Yeah, it's but yeah, yeah this if the Bears for some reason finished like eight and eight, and that gives the McCaskies any reason to believe that we need to like run it back, that does nobody any favors. So I think I think that's the best thing that came out of it, right? I, I think you need clear direction to give to that family of dumbs, and it's got to be five and eleven or six and ten to not give them an inch, and hopefully, you know. Hopefully it plays out that way for that reason. Yeah, and why are I Bears fans on Twitter already talking about which coach we're going to hire? Why are we even talking about that right now? Like we have, yeah, we have two levels above that that need to be replaced before we even consider who our next coach is. So yep. I, I'm I'm like less worried about that than I feel like you can grab, ooh, you can grab a good coach, oh, you know, yeah. college level. <laughs> In the in the NFL, but you can't make that decision. It would be perfect Bears if like George McCaskey hires a new coach and then backfills it that way with the GM <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. I I on the radio yesterday they said that when Kyle Shanahan got hired at in San Fran, 
that he made them hire Lynch as a GM. Oh, Did you know that's that? funny. Um, I've never I didn't, heard of such a thing. I didn't know that, uh, that specific, but I do remember them hiring a coach before the GM, now that you mention it. But yeah, that... That's weird. Why? Why? Yeah, as a they, GM, why would you want that situation? No. Right? And they come said on. the same thing with Gruden. Gruden said, "I'll come coach the Raiders, but you have to bring Mike Mayock with as a GM." Gross. And that sounds like that's that sounds Gruden, weird. though. That's like that's, that's that's him. Well, I mean, I guess Gruden. You, yeah, people. Gruden's more well respected. It's Kyle Shanahan, who had never coached as a head coach before demanding a gm was is weird it's yeah. clearly worked out so what the fuck do i know but <laughs> it's fine i hate john lynch but i mean obviously yeah. they're better better off than we are and they are. i i don't know i don't know if bears you know what i'm really grateful for i haven't had to spend a dime on season tickets this year I was thinking that on Sunday night, actually, I was thinking, all right, that that was either going to be your game or my game, probably yep. or Beasles, right? And, <laughs> yep. and it, 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 thank God that one of us and whoever we went to the game with wasn't walking out of the stadium after that. And the Bears are extremely lucky that there's a pandemic, that they haven't gotten booed out of that stadium. I mean, the fans would have been, somebody might have murdered Matt Nagy by now. Probably. Do you think... Do you think if we if it was a non-pandemic time and we had fans in the stadium that someone would have been fired by now? Like I'm, I'm always curious to know how sheltered the McCaskies are. Yeah, it's a fair question. I think because they can't they cannot hear the booze rain down and they can't see angry people at the tailgate and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm they have that hard and fast rule though they're not going to fire anybody so i don't so i guess the answer would be no but it should be yes fuck you yeah. mccaskies fuck you Gross. well is there a cornish hen of the week are we are we picking one I, we had a couple of, a couple of eggs that said nope fuck fuck these team there's no golden cack this week uh, uh what do you got know. you to you pick this week i don't i don't want to pick you know what i'm going to go I'm going to go two straight, two straight weeks of David Montgomery. I, I think he deserves it. He obviously cares. He obviously is working his ass off. And he actually, he looks really good. He looks like a guy that you want to stick around during a regime change. So David Montgomery, you get the Zero Dykes Cornishan Player of the Week. Kaka! <laughs> Hit us with the voice. Oh, don't oh. shoot me! Don't shoot me, David. Look, I am honoring you two straight weeks. Don't shoot Thanksgiving's over. But I know people need hands for Christmas too. Leave me alone. Don't shoot. I don't. I don't think I've told you this, but my the word shoot has overtaken my autocorrect on my phone. So like, shoot. Like, I, I was texting somebody about. <laughs> I think it was like a, one of the bas- like one of the college basketball games. I'm trying to put in shoot, and it just kept autocorrecting to shoost. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I'm not mad about it. That's great. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Rest in peace. R.I.P. He's not dead, right? No, he alive. can't be. Yeah. He can't yeah. be. Just wearing that black tank. Not tank. Mock turtle Turtleneck. That's yeah. right. That's Dicky. Right. <laughs> Simpkins. <laughs> Rest in peace. Nope. That's uh, well, Bison Edwards. Wait, no. Yeah, he's dead. 
<laughs> Bison Edwards, Dayland. You get James Edwards and yeah, Bison Dayland confused. Go. That's great. That's great. I love it. I love it so uh, much. Uh, I think that's enough Bears talk uh, yeah, for for one segment and maybe one episode. Uh, we're going to visit Houston, Texas next. And make sure you stay tuned later. We're going back to Ireland for Anthony at Bears Cork. We are going to Cork, Ireland, but that is later in this episode. Dan, I hate the Bears. Go Lions. Fuck off, McCaskies. The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. We are the Texans, the Houston Texans. Big Texas skies, big Texas pride. Go Texans, go! And we'll fight, fight like Texans. Hail to the Toro, the red, white, and blue. Everybody! We've got ourselves a preview of a big game, Bears-Texans, and Dan Doinks is the man to take us through such an unbelievable battle. Oh my god. How'd that sound, Dan? That's some hams. It sounded real handsome. Uh, Okay, Mm. alright, feels like we haven't done a preview in for fucking ever, Bell. Feels so long. That's what oh, she said. Oh. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, Bears are. You want to guess? They played the Texans four times. You want to guess how many games they've won? I think they've won thirteen games. It. You're close. It's zero. They've oh. never beaten the Texans. I didn't Damn realize it. that. Uh, yeah, that's that's weird. Doesn't, not doesn't not matter. shocking. Yeah. No, they've uh, lost by a combined record of ni- uh, score of ninety-one to forty-nine. Ugh. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, one note here: the first time they ever played was in two thousand four, and the score was twenty-four to five. Oh, huh. unlikely. Yeah, it's like a Cubs-like number there. Yeah. Wait, twenty-four to five? I don't know. The hams are Did- slapping. I've had one sip. <laughs> Did we Brian Robinson get the safety? That's what I want to know. know. And then he tripped on some dogs. <laughs> Wait, did he? Is he a dog fighting guy? No, I. There was an excuse. He like broke both his wrists at the same oh, time. That's and right. I think he tripped. Tripped over his bags chasing his. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. Are you sure you're not thinking of Carlos Boozer? <laughs> oh, I might be getting them mixed up. That's yeah, possible. Boozer. I believe claimed he tripped over his bags and broke his hand or something, but I heard insider info that that was not true, and it was maybe a domestic dispute, and Ooh. I believe he punched a wall. Anywho. Who's your source? Will not tell. Will not tell. Show your work. Someone you know. Okay. Oh. Uh, last game against the Texans, September 11th, 2016, in Houston. 
Texans win 23-14. Opening game that year, uh, the Texans had their – it was the first game for their new free agent signing, Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Uh, Tall. Bears also have never beaten Osweiler, right? Correct. Or, yeah, with Vic Fangio as the as the D coordinator, too. Pretty funny. Okay. Huh. Weird. Uh, He had 231 yards, passing two touchdowns. Cutler had 216 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked five times. Hot start to the season. Jeremy Langford had 57 yards rushing. What do you think he's up to these days? Um, He's I think he's dead. Pretty sure. Well, rest in pussy, Jeremy Langford. Okay, Lamar Miller. Oh. Current Bear Lamar Miller had 106 yes. yards rushing. That's cool. Jarrell Freeman led the Bears with 17 tackles. Oh, yeah. And then he got busted for steroids like four years in a row. I think he was tripping on dogs, if I'm not mistaken. Or <laughs> and a bag. <laughs> and balls. Uh, Kevin White made his debut, his professional debut in his second career year. He finished with 34 yards uh, receiving. Apparently, he ran the wrong route, which caused the interception, which Jay Cutler was very open to telling everyone after the game. So yeah. that's that's a good leader, right? Yeah, big surprise. I think he was like, yeah, he ran the wrong route, but it's my fault. It's <laughs> my fault. Totally my fault. He's right. young. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's how Diabetes! <laughs> Don't throw me in a pool! Wasn't that a thing? For diabetes? Pro Bowl. I told him he went to the Pro Bowl and everyone oh. hated him, so he threw him in a pool. Oh, okay. And there was a problem with his insulin. insulin? Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, right, from Bramley died recently. <laughs> diabetes. Yes. Eat your oatmeal. Was he oatmeal guy? Quick yeah. Oats. Quick Oats. Yeah. Right. Quick I think it's here. the Hold same on. thing. Oh, Hold I'm going to take a quick sip with you. Mm. Mm. Oh, mm, much mm. better much better the first sip was gross this one yeah. amazing thank you hams i love you thank you yes the last home game against the texans november 11 2012 cutler threw two interceptions and then got knocked out with a concussion jason campbell came into the game threw for 94 yards no touchdowns no interceptions matt schaub remember him Yep. Still around. He had 90... Who's he? Falcons? I think so. No way. Is he still playing? I'm pretty sure. Well, playing is debatable. Well, all right, all right. Yeah. All right, so Matt Schaub had 95 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Arian Foster led everyone Mm -hmm. with 102 yards rushing. Uh, His name is racist. A little bit, right? Kind of a weird choice of of names, but... uh, I thought he was going to be like a Hall of Famer. He was fucking awesome for a while there. Yeah, and you traded him in fantasy, I think. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. You got dragged for it. Yep, never live it down. All right, Daniel Manning was playing for the Texans and forced a fumble on Kellen Davis. Remember that fat bastard? Oh, yeah, very tall. Very tall. Uh, Shea McClellan left with a concussion in the opening minutes of the game. That's all I got. It's a victory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yes. Nothing too exciting in those games. Did we play him in London? No, we didn't. I don't think so. 
I don't think so either. No, all right. I think they played in London maybe that same year. I, I remember Arian Foster running wild through Big Ben. <laughs> not the quarterback. Roethlisberger? Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. The, not the quarterback, sorry. Uh, yeah. All right, let's go through the uh, coaches, the coaching staff here. Not, yeah. not too exciting, pretty lame overall. They all looked real stiff in their pictures. Like they made them oh. – they were all oh. – it wasn't like a shot of their head. It was like just oh. below. So it would be just below their nipples or the top of your boxers, just <laughs> over their head. It was weird. And they all looked yeah. kind of like you could see sort of their, I don't know. I don't know if they were flexing, but something hmm. was off. Okay. Check it out. HoustonTexans.com. Yeah. I don't know if that's <laughs> right, but check it out. <laughs> all right. So interim <laughs> head coach, Romeo Crennel. Hmm. He's handsome, man. Very handsome. He's been coaching since 1970. I don't know why that blew my mind. Hmm. That's a long That's a time. It is. He uh, has he followed uh, Belichick around for a while. Uh, he's been with the Texans since 2014. Uh, he did not coach in 2009 because he had a hip replacement. That's weird. That's it. That's all I got. Get get in a wheelchair and get your ass out there. I know. Don't take like a year a off. Yeah. He's a big boy, though. You probably he probably had to stay off his feet for a while. Isn't that like a at least these days? It's a pretty quick rehab. So come on, uh, I, I I mean, I'm not saying you know he's going to be doing laps around the around the field right away. But get in the coach's box, man. There's elevators. I don't care how big you are, you Clem Haskins looking bastard. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yes. All right. Uh, offensive coordinator is Tim Kelly. He's been with Houston since 2014, OC since 2019. He grew up in Chicago Heights. Mm. He went to Marion Catholic. He played defensive tackle at Eastern Illinois. And his brother, Dennis, is an offensive tackle for the Titans. Oh, I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. Don't Welcome know if I can. Still bored. I'm still bored. Still right. bored. Yes. Uh, do you... <laughs> Defensive coordinator is a gentleman named Anthony Weaver. He has been with Houston since 2016. This is his first year as defensive coordinator. Uh, he went to Notre Dame and had a short stint playing for the Texans from uh, 06 to 08 as defensive end. That's it. You, you know what they say when um, when there's he has a responsibility that somebody wants to give to him? <laughs> you know what they say in the in the locker room? <laughs> Oh, leave it to Weaver. <laughs> so Jesus. stupid. So I would have gotten stupid. absolutely roasted in my house for like a terrible dad joke if I pulled that book. <laughs> uh, it's have you just been, so Have dumb. you been waiting for like, since we've started this Seconds. podcast for a Weaver to pop up? No, so can... just... When you said when you said Weaver though, immediately Leave It to Beaver came into my mind and I thought, all right, how can I how can I weave this into the conversation? Ooh, and I Ah I'm a spider. Weaver this and, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good work. A plus. A plus for you. No. The offensive line coach is a gentleman named Mike Devlin. Now, when I looked up Mike Devlin in Wikipedia, I get five hits of five different people. Uh, one of which is someone who is a convicted kidnap kidnapper and child molester. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, of course I clicked on it. He sounds like a real piece of shit. 
and he keeps getting stabbed in prison. So that's good. That's good, but kind of a tough look. I mean, you Mike Devlin foot. I think they said a footballer. Footballer. Oh. It was like the fourth option. Child molester was second. Hmm. Trying to get clicks. I don't know. Yeah. It worked. I clicked on it. He's a real piece of shit. Uh, but this Mike Devlin apparently played for the Bills in the 90s, made an appearance in one of their Super Bowls, didn't care to look up which one it was. He's been the O-line coach since 2015. That's all I got for you. He's a big fella. He looks like he enjoys some Texas barbecue. Ooh. Texas barbecue is a thing, right? Like I think a, it's a big thing. Yeah. The dry, like, are they the dry rub people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they like it wet. Wet hands? <laughs> yes. I'm a little disappointed that I haven't made eye contact with somebody while saying wet fills wet hands. I was, I was kind of hoping someone would pop up in the office here right when you said it. It's like uh, fucking Beetlejuice. You say wet hands three <laughs> times and someone shows up in the office. <laughs> All right. So Mike Devlin, uh, he's a big dry rub guy. Yeah. Uh, secondary coach is DeAnton Lynn. He is the son of Anthony Lynn, oh, the nice. Chargers head coach. Uh, in his team photo, I think he's maybe 30, if even that, but he somehow looks older than his dad in the team photo. Hmm. So aging is not going well for him. Uh, last one on the coaching side is the assistant quarterback coach, TJ Yates. Thought he was still on hmm. the team, but apparently he's been a coach the last few years. Um. I heard once someone called him the Yates of Hell, and I enjoyed that. Nice. Not as, not good, as good as, as your to Weaver. Weaver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weaver joke, but yeah. Yates yeah. of Hell I've enjoyed. So That's He it. started in a lot of playoff, like by a lot, I think like two. I think he's been in like, which is awful. They were always that first wild card game, right? The and, early one. Yeah. yeah the, the one nobody cares about. It's like Houston, and it's always like a divisional team. It's like yeah. Houston and the Colts or right. Houston right. and uh, the Titans. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Boring. It's a good one to lose some money on early and get real mad on a Saturday yeah. Saturday noon game. Yeah, uh, not great. That's it I got on the coaches. Let's go to the owner is a nice lady, Janice McNair. She was the husband of Bob McNair. I always she think was of the Steve husband. Ma- uh, a wife. Well, my wife. Yep, sorry. Pam's baby. Uh, she's the husband slash wife of Bob, who died in 2018. Oh, her, net, her net worth is $4 billion. Oh, boy. Uh, Bob founded some company, Cogeneration co- Company. Do you know what that means? Is that like... something with like heating and co- like... Oh, Heating huh. and cooling type of process, uh, but he sold his company to Enron at some point. So, mm. uh, whoops, <laughs> whoops, whoopsie daisy. Sorry, let's, Arthur Anderson. Let's cook the books. Let's cook the books. Yeah. Uh, so Janice, she seems old, very much like a Virginia type mm. of character on the Texan side, but her son d cal mcnair is the ceo so he's the george of their company Mm. he also has an awful looking mustache that must be a requirement when you're 
you're a mama's boy running the team. Um, not much on him either. I, I couldn't find any details other than he has seven children. So congrats on the sex. And he was a member of the University of Texas uh, football team. Didn't say he played, just that he was there. The okay. Weird. Uh, yeah, very weird. The only other uh, note here, uh, Brian Cushing is an assistant strength coach. And they just had some steroid problems, didn't they? Ooh. I think we can all do the math on that, can, that guy. Oof. We can connect them dots, eh? That guy is a fucking meathead. And yeah, he, he got is. popped a few times, didn't he, for roids? He did. He he always struck me as having incredibly white teeth also. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah, a that's side a, effect. I think that's a dry rub thing. I think you're probably right. I do. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. It's a... Uh... Their front office sucks. Yeah, it's not it's not great, but let me wow. just weaver my way into the Illini players on the team. There's two of them. You want to take a huh. guess? Whitney Merciless. Boom. Um, I don't know. I don't know the other one. Corey Legit. Oh, he's on the Texans. All is right. that how Sweet. you say it? Yeah. Legit. Yep. Yes. Uh, yep. Good. Good. They're all right. They get a. They're. Where was Legit before this? Cowboys. Well, he was. I'm not sure where he was right before, but I know him most as a Charger. Charger, okay. Yeah, All right. they're both first rounders, both from Ron Zook's Rose Bowl team, baby. Oh, cheaters! Whitney um, Merciless, the uh, Bears. Instead of drafting him, they drafted the aforementioned Shea McClellan at linebacker. Great call, Phil Emery. Fucker, I still am so mad when Shea McClellan's won a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Fuck that guy. God yeah. damn it. Give it God back. It. Never trust a guy with the name Shea ever. Never. All right. Never. There's one gopher player, Eric Murray, safety. I don't think he plays much. I think he's bounced around the league a little bit. That's it. Special teams guy, maybe. I don't who gives a shit. Bears are oh. gonna lose. Bears he, are gonna um, lose. Maybe you'll hear that coming up. The Gophers yeah. Uh that Gophers guy, he was in Flight of the Concords, huh? <laughs> yes he was nice. murray eric murray was murray his that was his first name yeah i think so i'm pretty okay. sure okay yeah. great guy not to be confused with brit brit said present present love it great show i wonder if that show would still be, i wonder if it'd still be funny if we watched it today i mean the world has changed i've run it you don't know yeah. I, in the last few months, I've run back a few of those episodes, and I think they're fucking hilarious. But no, I don't. I don't. I feel like younger people watching that would be like, I don't. I don't understand this. What's what's? Ha-? I'm not saying it's like smart, like smart comedy. I just <laughs> right, think it's right. right in our wheelhouse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Especially you. This that is like. I think it was made for you. It's just. <laughs> Similar humor, and it mixes in like the song songwriting aspect of it. True. Am I it's, right? Am I right? No. There? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love Jermaine and Jermaine and Britt. Oh, God, love those guys. Yeah, maybe I'll run a few back myself. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Now that the yeah. Bears suck, should we do like an episode review? <laughs> yeah. Start from the beginning. <laughs> Start absolutely. From the beginning. 
Uh, any more thoughts on? Have you ever been to Houston? We talked. We haven't talked. God. About this, so you know what? I don't know if I've ever been to Houston. Been to Dallas a fair amount. Never Houston. It's a large metropolis. I know that. Beyond that, I don't know. How about yourself? Uh, I may or may not have a brother-in-law that lives in Houston, mm. and I've been there a couple times, and it's. I find it to not be as awful as people say it is. Okay. Getting around sucks. Like, I don't know. I feel like people are like, oh, the traffic is terrible. But I think those are people who have never like lived in like Chicagoland area. It's like, oh, it's just a big city. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, whoops. Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> These hams are very gassy. Very gassy. Uh, you know what's big in Houston? And I feel like you're a huge fan of this guy. Uh, Joel Osteen. Oh, God. He like uh, bought he like bought the Rockets old stadium, and he uses that now for his service. Well, I don't know what he calls it. This is like a motivational speaker guy, right? He sprinkles a little Jesus so. in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A little bit of the cup of Christ. <laughs> Uh, good for him. I saw that he had like somebody, I don't know why I, this was on my feed the other day, my Twitter feed at Zerdoinks. Um, he has like a lot of very expensive cars. So oh. if you're giving him money, know that it's probably going to his car collection. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that. Why would you do that? I don't know. Hard to say. Huh. Texans are weird. Are you all right, Texans? Yeah, I don't know if they're all right. We should check on them. Yeah, I the a lot of guns and everything's bigger, and it feels like they all have tiny Ooh. penises. Well, the tiny penis play. Lots of cars, big hair. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> a lot of dry rubbing going on. Yeah, with a tiny penis. Uh, that seems like a bad combination—a dry rub and a small oh. cack. Not great. Well, I think the well, I don't know. I think if there's uh, yeah, a huge cock and there was a lot of dry rub, and that's a lot of friction. It's a lot of space, a lot of friction. <laughs> prevent forest fires. That's right, and prevent another loss, bears. This has been Texans preview: the Bears' seventh straight loss guaranteed. Thank you, Dan, for walking us through the streets of Houston. You're welcome. And Ron. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Welcome back, Zero Doinks, Dan. I may be under the same roof, and it doesn't smell like diarrhea. This is America's favorite sports gambling segment, Hams and Bread, with a little bit of hams and spreads in the middle. But you know what, Rick Fieldsman? Let's let you kick off the segment again, bud. Mr. One and Two, hit us with your hot, 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 hot picks. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and Spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hands, hands, and hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. 
Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick and spreads featuring me rick fieldsman all right doinkers we are back i have had the worst 48 hours of gambling in my short life but we are turning it around this weekend because I got all of the cold picks out of the way for you, and now I have the hottest picks. I went one and two last weekend, and that's when the downslope started. Oh, I have no monies left, but that's all right. I have just enough to cover this weekend. My buddy Ice Cream came through, lent me a few dollars, and we're going to turn those into millions of dollars this weekend. Here's what I've learned. The Bears are horrible. They're somehow still in the hunt for a playoff position. They are terrible. Mitch is the chosen one. The chosen one to leave the team at the end of the year. The Bears are an an embarrassment. Oh my gosh, trademark that. Embarrassment, Chicago. Oh my god, that's good. That's a Fieldsman original. That's why you come here. You come here because you're like, maybe I'll get some hot picks. Then you learn a little something. You get a little educated. And now I feel better already. So here's what I'm going to do. The Bears think the NFL is terrible. Nobody watches the NFL anymore. I'm giving you three of the hottest non-NFL picks. You go somewhere else for your NFL picks. Who cares? You come to me because I have the free monies available, and that's what I'm bringing to you. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's get started. Hands and spreads. Pick one. All right. For this first one, we have our good old Friday night game, 5 p.m., UTEP versus North Texas. Now, here's what I like. I like UTEP. I love UTEP. UTEP are 10.5 point dogs versus North Texas. I love UTEP. I, UTEP is one of those teams where you're like, who are they again? And then they win a few games. You're like, oh, yeah, it's UTEP. I don't even know what that stands for. University of Texas El Paso. I just looked at it and I it, it decoded itself because they're such a good team. They are plus 260 on the money line. Oh, I might sprinkle a little bit of eggs on top of that. But I'm going UTEP. You're going to take the 10.5 points. We're going 1-0 and oh into the weekend. So what do you say we go to pick two? Habs it spreads. Pick two. All right. Pick two. We have... Oh, what should we do here? Hmm, I know what we're going to do. Friday night, you get a two for Friday night. Maybe a little Parlay City, 9 p.m., San Jose State versus Nevada. Love San Jose State. San Jose State is one of those teams that always beat the spread. That's what they do. They're just one of those teams. Nevada is three-point dogs. San Jose State, three-point favorites. They should be four-point favorites. That's a little bookmaking via Rick Fieldsman. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to go on DraftKings. You're going to sprinkle a little bit. You're going to give the points. San Jose State, minus three. Love it. There's nothing better than feeling 2-0 and after a Friday evening. I wouldn't know that feeling, but I know that there's nothing better than that. So that's what we're going to achieve this week. 
two and zero going into our last pick, which might be the hottest pick I've ever given. What do you say? Let's go. Pick three. Hams and spreads. Pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. All right, here we go. No sponsorship, unfortunately. One and two. The only sponsorships I got in my DMs were uh, Mark Zuckerberg telling me to go on Facebook and sign up for a Facebook account. No, Mark, not today. All right, so we're going with a game. I think it's on Saturday. I cut off my screen cap. Minnesota versus Nebraska. Minnesota are 11-point dogs. Dan Doinks is looking at this line saying, how is this possible? He's feeling really defeated. But here's the thing. Nebraska is an awful team. Minnesota are the Gophers. They've had a couple COVID cases. Now they're back fully recovered. Antibodies streaming through their system. I think they might have sprinkled a little PED in there because it's not detected. Minnesota plus 11. You're going to give the... No, you're going to take those 11 points. Minnesota Gophers. Let's row, baby. Row, row, row the boat. Minnesota plus 11. Hottest picks this weekend. Minnesota might win. Here's what here's what I'm gonna do. A little Rick Fieldsman Parlay City, baby. Uh, trademark that one too. Uh let's go money line on all three of these. Let's parlay the money lines. We that is gonna be an absurd you know what? That's what I'm doing. Ice cream gave me the money. I'm not gonna take the safe route. I'm parlaying all the money lines. Oh it's gonna be the hottest. It's gotta be like plus nine thousand. I'm making so much money but for this pick Minnesota plus eleven. There we have it guys. And girls, there we have it. This is what you do every week. You say, how am I going to get the hottest picks this weekend? You come to zero doings. You come to hams and spreads. And you come because I got the hottest picks. Rick Fieldsman coming through hottest picks week in and week out. I'm, I'm glad you're able to listen to my silky smooth voice every week because I enjoy it. I love talking into my phone from my car every week. It's one of my, my favorite past times, my favorite future times, and my favorite present times. So with that, enjoy it. Enjoy the monies. 3-0, and baby. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Ooh, wow. He's really he's really getting after it this week, Dan. What do you think of his three hot picks? Definitely a lot of help from ice cream there. So are we giving – we can't give Rick any credit. It's all the ice cream. Praise be to ice cream. Do you, do you think that – Rick returns ice cream every day or every week to the local KFC that he found him at, or no? Do you think he just keeps him at home now? I think there's a return policy, like a regular schedule, like a father sharing custody with KFC. Is it Rick's kid? Now I did, that I you know, think about it, he's never made it clear. He 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 said he picked up a youth. I don't know. I should we do a DNA test? Should we sponsor it? Maybe. What is that? Twenty three and me? What's that called? <laughs> it's sixty nine and you. Uh, sponsored by Doug Peterson and Dan Pompey. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Rick strikes me as a guy who would just casually hang out with uh, someone who's under the age of ten. 
and not for anything for like anything weird just right. like right they're just similar convers like good conversation between the two I think that's a great point. Um, yeah, Rick is now 23, 21, and 4 overall as our resident expert in Sharp. So he's making you a little bit of money, assuming you put the exact same amount of units on each one of those wagers. Give me the, uh, give me the what, what, what is it again? 23 wins, 21 losses, and 4 ties or no contests. You're up like... Half of a Taco Bell taco off the dollar menu at this point. But thanks so much, Rick. We're all up a lot of fun, though. We are. You are just killing it. We appreciate all of your contributions. Dan, uh, what's the line in this week's Bears-Texans game, buddy? Line opened at (laughs) Bears plus two and a half this week. But it moved. It's now Bears plus one and a half. So that's always good when you play a team who's also sucks, who doesn't have a coach or a GM at home and your dog. So if anyone's questioning whether other people think we suck as bad as we think we suck, confirmed. We do. So Bears plus one and a half over under is uh, 45. I put four and a half. I'm pretty sure that's not right. Although with our offense, could be. Uh, Bears are five and seven against the spread. Texans are four and eight. Over for the Bears is five and seven. Over for the Texans is six and six. Bill, what do you like? I like the Texans uh, on the spread and the money line. I would more than sprinkle on the money line. I think Deshaun Watson is going to fuck the Bears up this weekend. And Ryan Pace is going to deserve every bit of it. What do you think? Which way you going, bud? Is there a small, is there an, even a little piece of George McCaskey that has, that's thought about firing Ryan Pace, but hasn't done it yet, just so Deshaun Watson can come in and fuck all of our couches in front of our faces? Wow. That would be, that would show a side of George that I wouldn't expect behind that mustache, but that would be kind of awesome, actually, that if he be. fired him after a big loss to Deshaun Watson, that would be, that would be a big, oh, fuck you. Do you think Ryan Pace deserves to be fired just for that, for the Mitch trade up? Now in retrospect, do you think like for that reason and that reason only Ryan Pace should go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he said it himself, didn't he? That he's like yeah. hitching his wagon to Mitch and yeah. Hitch your wagon to that dumbass car of Mitch's and get <laughs> Drive your ass right out of town, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess if he missed on that one, it would always be a problem. But if he hit on, he'd have to be 100% on literally everything else. And he's had such horrible picks. Horrible. I mean, his track record signing free agent quarterbacks is horrendous as well. So there's no evidence that he knows what he's doing or that he even knows that he's building a football team. He might... You might be thinking he's building a world-class hurling team. Ooh. And we'll hear that Stay later. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I would take the Texans. I've already taken Texans minus two and a half because I thought the line was going to move the other way. I'm clearly not a sharp, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You sent a text to uh, to Rick and Coach Cuse yeah, and I, yeah. and, and uh, whoops, you were eager. Yeah. That's all right. I know. And it was, it was complete radio silence after my text, so I assume you guys are just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He's just giving his I don't even care. 
Texans minus seven, I would yeah. probably still take them. It's not, yes. it's not high enough in my opinion. So yeah, fuck you, Bears. I'm taking the Texans money line, whatever, whatever feels right. Maybe a pleaser. Send the Ooh. send the line the other way. I don't Ooh. care. Yeah. Do you have any uh, teasers or pleasers for our listening audience? Yes. I like New England this Thursday, plus six at the Rams. New England might be better, right? Yeah. Although I feel like. Oh, they're good. I feel like. They win 45 nothing last week against the Chargers, but I think they had like 25 passing yards. I don't know what they're doing, but. I don't know where all those points came from. I didn't actually yeah. look it up, but uh, I didn't. I didn't look it okay. up either. All right, so, yeah. we don't need yeah. to spend time. But uh, yeah, take the Patriots. I uh, like the Bills plus one against the Steelers. Steelers lost yesterday, but they've been they've been shaky all year. I think Buffalo might actually be kind of sexy. So Buffalo plus one. I got a few teasers for you, Bill. Tease me. Uh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> There's a, a strip club near Bloomington, Illinois. Teasers. Ever been? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Actually, no, that one's closed. Kappa oh. Cabana is the one that's open now. That one's pretty good. Teasers was gross. No, no, no. no. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> teasers. Seattle. You're, they're playing at home against the Jets. The Jets are quitting. Did they throw that game? Uh, it's possible it's possible i don't blame them yeah i mean yeah yeah it's worth it greg williams getting fired i mean you just did him a favor he could just have like the rest of the month off i mean that that had to have been great for him so you're going to take seattle they're currently uh given 13 and a half against the jets at home get them at uh minus six and a half raiders plus two and a half against the colts i love betting against the colts usually doesn't work in my favor you're going to get the Raiders at plus nine and a half and uh, the Bengals plus three at home against Dallas. Come on, Dallas. They fucking blow. Yes. You're going to get the Bengals plus 10. That's all I got, Bill. Boom. Lots of hot picks. Everybody get rich this weekend, baby. This has been Hams and Bread with a little bit of Hams and Spreads. Zerdux. Printing Money's Pick of the Week is brought to you by Ameristar Casino East Chicago. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. Wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Ooh, Bears Fantasy Corner, where we give you hot, hot, hot picks for daily fantasy and your fantasy team. It's playoff time, baby. And Dan Doinks will tell us who was hot last week and who was not this week. I believe we tied 0.0 to 0.0. Is that accurate? You had somebody that didn't play? 
Yes, that's right. I had Ridley Ridley, who was mm. inactive. Whoops. Activia. That's the yogurt that makes you shit, right? It is, with Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie her gerbil, right? She had a gerbil fetish. <laughs> <laughs> is it, when you think of Jamie Lee Curtis, do you just think about her having diarrhea? Like, I feel like I she was like a sex symbol at some point, like in our parents' era. But yeah. now we just think of her as the diarrhea lady. Yep, I just think lots of lots of wet squirts followed up by eating more yogurt. <laughs> it's not it's not sexy, or is it? It might be it's, yum 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 gobble gobble. It, sm- it smelled like Jamie Lee Curtis made a visit to our office last week. Uh, but speaking of diarrhea, yeah, we both had zero point zero. You had mustafer, mustafer. Yes. He Will what's not... why am I blanking on his first name? Um, Sam. Sam. Sam? I don't know yeah. why I thought it was Bill or William. Nope. Nope. Uh, it, well, it's yeah, well, the only didn't Bill get a I, catch. Well, the only Bill I care about is you, and you're six five and one on the year. So yes. Um, yeah, Frank. Good luck updating that spreadsheet. That's probably going to take you hours. Uh, <laughs> this week, I'm just going to go ahead and take Jimmy Graham. I think he's also quit. Uh, or maybe not on the team anymore. I don't really know. He seems to be out there just falling awkwardly, missing blocks. But I'll take Jimmy Graham. Okay. No, I think that's a great pick. Um, I'm going to go back to a, uh, another trustworthy guy on offense. I'm going Ryan Nall. I, <laughs> I, I know I've picked him once before. He did not do anything. Uh, but I think I think this is his week. I really do. I think I had him the week where he actually had a few catches. I believe I still lost. I don't know. We're Fuck doing the great. Bears. We're doing great. Bears fantasy corner. All right, we got a hustle. We got a meeting coming up, don't we? Okay. I think so. All right, top performers this week. Josh Allen led all players with 44 fantasy points. Baker Mayfield was second with 41. Ooh. He's come alive a little bit, eh? Hey. Oh, I'm Canadian now. Oh, uh, bacon. Yeah. Derek Carr uh, was third with 40 points. So real weird top three there. Uh, Taysom Hill trash performers of the week presented by Glad. We have two negative players this week. We have Nasimba Walker. You know who that is? No, made up. (laughs) He's a a wide receiver for the uh, Rams. He had negative two points. Good job. And then we have Chris Conley, a wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, negative point three. He's All great right. on MTV, Chris Conley, right? Isn't he an old MTV guy, current ESPN no, guy? It's no, Chris no. Connolly. That's, no, that's Dan Cortez. Uh, <laughs> that guy fucks. Do you, do you, what was it, TRL? Did you ever watch TRL? Oh, yeah. I haven't thought of those three letters together in a while i almost said numbers i'm I'm really stupid it's a good thing you're not at the office right now trying to make money Uh, yes trl that was a hot show i feel like that's something like young people would have no clue what that is right yes total request live yeah yeah play me some live baby throwing copper Bring a guest on. What's Britney Spears doing? Oh, Eminem said something inappropriate. Fred Durst. Okay. Uh, so Taysom Hill this week scored 31 points in fantasy. So I don't even know. I just give up. He's, he sucks. He 
finally threw some touchdown passes against the Falcons. Have they Doesn't only count. played the Falcons? I yes. Mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, he's he's had a couple good games fantasy wise, but he still sucks. I don't. Know. I hate. I don't know what to say. I hate him. I think he sucks. Do it against a good team. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. Soak on that criticism. Soak it. Soak it. Soak it. Shove. 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 But just once. Just once. Maybe. Can you even call it? Yeah, I guess you call it once. You got to get it started. But then he's got to let that boat stay afloat. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's it. Fantasy corner. Pretty efficient. Who gives a shit? Fuck you, Taysom Hell. Jimmy Graham. Ryan Nall. Yep. Nall for a touchdown. You heard it here first. Put all of your cash on it. No, please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. See you next segment weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much <laughs> big 10 minute a bunch of fat pale midwesterners just roaming around pasadena you love the illini and i have a life i bleed orange and blue gophers minus three is my pick i respect your love for the illini shove it shove it shove it row 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 shove 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 i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know oh big 10 minute we're recording this maybe out of order i don't know who knows who gives a shit there's people in this office again looking at me a guy with a bandana keeps walking by okay uh big 10 minute gophers i don't know i don't think they're playing football anymore they might i hear a rumor they might have their last game this weekend but bill why don't you tell us about your illini because they actually did play this weekend buddy they played. They got smoked by Timmy's Hawkeyes. Fuck you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> they are playing Northwestern this weekend. Lovey Smith has never beaten Northwestern. Frank, I hate you just for that fact. Frank and I might have a wager on the side. Stay tuned. Uh, Illinois basketball ranked number six in the country. They're at Duke tonight. We're recording this on Tuesday. Duke is ranked number 10. Duke has never lost in the Big Ten ACC battle until tonight it's going to be great and then the line i have uh the border war against missouri on saturday against those disgusting tigers oh gross kwanzo martin gross you smell um that's it for me dan how about this, this you was the, that was the well for two things first of all that's the coin flip game right if i'm yes. remembering it right and it's in yep. it's in missouri it's uh, in missouri i'm i'm looking up the do you know the line for the illini hoops game oh here it is four Four tonight. Uh, They're four point dogs, right? Four point dogs for tonight. Uh, I like the Illini. I like yeah. the Illini. Good job. Yeah, I think Good the matchup job. okay against Duke for once. We'll um, do we want to talk at all about the line for your Illini football? They're getting fourteen this weekend. Yeah. I would take Northwestern. I would I too. Absolutely, would. I would too. Glad. Good. Efficient. Okay, go yes. for hoops. Uh, since we last spoke, they beat another blue blood team from North Dakota, seventy six, sixty seven. I think that was last Friday. Uh, so good for them. Gophers are playing Boston College tonight. Ooh, at home. They're given seven to the Eagles. Are they the screaming Eagles? I feel like there's <laughs> it should be. the soaring Eagles. Uh, seven points. Uh, so the Gophers look great. They're 4-0. Uh, I really like what I'm hearing out of practice for, uh, as we all know, their highly recruited freshman forward, Martise, Martise Mitchell. 6'10 freshman forward from Bloom. Uh, as we all know, he averaged 11 points, nine rebounds, and three blocks per game in high school, and his team was ranked throughout the season. Mm. We all do that. Obviously, I'm yeah. a huge fan. And uh, 
but they lost in the sectional semifinals to Montino. Uh, what? Mont- that's not even a that's not even a word. <laughs> Mantino. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's currently averaging three minutes a game. Uh, he's put up one shot, a three pointer, which he missed. That's number two, Martise Mitchell. Get him in there. Gophers win tonight. Gophers football are plus nine against Nebraska at Nebraska this weekend. Don't watch it. Don't bet on it. Don't do it. Take Nebraska. Bye. <laughs> this has been the Big Ten Minute. Well, the pen is dry, but my hams are soaking wet. You know a good lie has got some fans and eggs in it. I've waited my whole life for a chance to hear a segment with their fans while I suck on my beer. From Topeka to Maine, from Tokyo to Spain. We all want you here. We want you all here. From New York to Fort Wayne, by Greyhound or by train. I guess I'll keep waiting, waiting for fans and eggs. Welcome to Fans and Eggs on Zero Doinks segment, the fan segment, where we dish up a delicious plate of conversation with a Bears fan from around the world. And for the second straight week, we are visiting Ireland. This time, Cork and Anthony in Cork in Ireland. Welcome, Anthony, to Zero Doings. How are you, man? I'm good. Look, you went with the real capital this time, man. Don't worry about Dublin. Don't worry about any of that kind of stuff. That's the real <laughs> capital. Cork is the, Cork's the real place to be in Ireland, man. Do you yeah. have, just, do, do people from Cork have actual beef with Dublin? Oh, do you guys have beef with New York? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Especially in the '90s when it came to Bulls Knicks, I had yeah. absolute hey, beef with New York. Well, everybody in Dublin is like Patrick Ewing. Just everybody in Dublin is like <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Just imagine that thought process, and you're pretty much on the ball. That's awesome. I love, I love it. it. What's your least favorite thing about Dublin? Well, I sound first of all because Dubs will be listening to this, so I I sound like I'm from Dublin. I lived just outside Dublin for 20 years, so I I do have a little bit of a Dublin twang. No, it's not that. It's just it's like any capital city that everything is there. Like it's just the the best sports teams are there, the best events are there. All all you all you guys come over concerts and all that kind of stuff. You only go to Dublin. It's like me and my wife sitting in Cork, going, well, whenever you feel like coming to Cork, it's quite nice. We get like I don't know. Garrett Brooks or something like that. And no disrespect to Garrett, but that's probably the be-all and end-all for us. That's great. What's the actual distance from Dublin to Cork, if you were to drive it? Two, two, and, um, two and a half long hours. Long hours. So two and a half, two and a half hours. So you'd be – Ireland's pretty small anyway. So we'd, you'd drive all of Ireland in five hours. So you'd go from the bottom to the top in five and a half hours. So mm. Dublin's halfway. Okay. No, that – that sounds pretty good. Well, one thing that Dublin does not have on Cork is that within your fine town of Cork, there's an area called Finger Post. You know, what What do you suppose happens in the Finger Post? No one's allowed to talk about that place, ever. <laughs> I've never heard of that place. I'll be completely honest. I've never heard of that place. I'm sure it's lovely. I'm sure it's nice. If it's in Cork, sure it's cool. I, I actually, I, yeah, hmm. I'll have to think about what it could be. I'll, I'll come back to you before the end of this. All right? I'll, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to chat to my friends to see what exactly they uh, they, uh, they think that place could do, yeah. 
Do you think is there is there a chance they're just putting these uh, like fake towns in these maps for us, Bill? Just to just to fuck with us. Finger post oh. sounds like something you did back in the uh, early two thousands, Bill. Look, you know what you like you know what talking about Cornish hands and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, just gonna go hard wrong here. Uh, yeah, it's not like we've ever ever used the American dollar to to fund our economy. Never ever. So it's, <laughs> we have no problem with you guys coming over and spending money trying to find finger posts. Absolutely no problem at all. <laughs> The only thing I know for sure about figure post, according to the Google map I was on, is that there's <laughs> there's a dentist there. <laughs> That's all I know. There is a dentist poking his fingers all there, in people's there, there must be a pub. There must be a church. There must be like it can't just be a dentist. He has to drink somewhere. Do you you mentioned Cornish hens? Do you have Cornish hens in Ireland? No. Uh, not at all. Uh, and if they did, if they did, they wouldn't sound as beautiful as every time I listen to your show. Uh, it, it does make me, I, I especially like the song that was written for the Cornish Head the last a few episodes back. That was uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> something that could go could go far. You know? I could I could see that going in. Jeffrey uh, Joe, like do you guys have like um, the those competitions where like people sing and people give vote them like Beyonce or something is voting them. Yep. I could see it on that. I could see it on that, you know? Oh, I would love that. What do you think of Eurovision over here? You should look up Eurovision. It's actually that a Cornish hen song would go perfectly in Eurovision. Really I would. like it. I like it's a beautiful bird. So it, it was an um, easy song to write. <laughs> <laughs> what uh so you said that it takes like two and a half hours to drive to Dublin what if you hopped in an Aer Lingus? And what do you think of Aer Lingus? Is that, is that a big thing? Aer Lingus are grand. Aer Lingus is fine. Um, uh, it, gets you, it gets you too. Like, you can't fly. You can fly from Cork to Dublin, but it's a bit like, what's the point? Because you'd, be you'd be stuck in the airport for two hours, an hour and a half. You go on your flight for half an hour. You don't get anything for free. You get off the plane and you're in Dublin. So you're kind of defeating the purpose of yourself, really. <laughs> And um, Don, if you're listening to me, you enjoy. I, you can come back at any stage on Twitter to me if you want. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a yeah it's an interesting place. You yeah. have to go there, but bears bears have to play a game. But actually, in all seriousness, there's a stadium in Ireland called Croke Park, um, and it seats around. It's got around a hundred thousand people in it, um, and that would be perfect for football. Navy Army game was there a couple of years back, so. You should look that place up. That's I've, is, uh, that's I've been there. I've been there. I watched. No, I was. We mentioned this with our last Irish egg. That sounds weird. Uh, I was there in '96 or '97 to see Notre Dame and Navy play each other. It was a cool, very cool place. I think they've updated yeah. it maybe since then. It, I remember it was a bit, a bit old. Yeah, they've changed it completely. It's it's a proper stadium because they play uh, hurling and Gaelic football over there. Did the last guy, did that talk about, did he talk about hurling? Because you, you guys were talking no. about a food, a food but you were talking about like, um, what was it? Uh, what's that stupid sport where they throw around the posh people? Lacrosse. Uh, the ball. Cross, that's absolutely horrendous. Look up hurling on YouTube and all your guys to look up hurling. H-U-R-L-I-N-G. It is amateur sport with a stick, mixture between actual field hockey, wrestling, and a bit of everything merged together. You guys would love it. I'm telling is you. Is it now. with the stick that's like this at the end? 
and, and the ball is like the ball's like a cricket ball and it goes like a hundred miles an hour and these guys these guys play for the love of the game, not like oh I'm I, I love I love playing for the Bears and I get my hundred and fifty million dollars in my bank account. <laughs> these guys pay one hundred percent for their own love and joy for their own community. It's amazing. It seriously is amazing. It sounded like when you guys were talking about the stick, you were describing a finger post. <laughs> probably play it down. They probably play it down there. They probably play it down there. There you go. They can do, do a lot of things with that, I would say. Hey, Anthony, I don't know if this is a, a personal question or not, but have you ever swam in St. George's Channel? No. I'm five foot two. Take me a long time to swim in St. George's Channel. <laughs> it take me a while. Okay. Uh, can you tell i've been spending a lot of time looking at maps today? i was just about to say have you done like your ireland 101 is this like is this like do you, is this something i have to come back at you with like do i have to sit there and go illinois it's yeah. lovely loads of loads of weird places in illinois a lot of people who do weird stuff if you yeah. want to do I could, I could google it right now i'm sure i could find Many a finger post in Illinois are really good. Here's, here's a weird thing about Illinois. Just Google John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I, I, is that something where you say I should Google it and then I actually shouldn't so my work phone will go explode itself? He's one of our, he's one of our famous serial killers and he uh, lived and murdered not too far from us. So yeah, go ahead and Google it. And he, and he, uh, he was a clown by profession. So I think I just summed it all up, right, Bill? Very uncomfortable. Uh, all right, so you are, and again, we're so Darren from Dublin. He can come back at you on Twitter, like you were alluding to. One hundred percent. You are. <laughs> one thing he also can't brag about is that you in Cork, you're a mere miles from the famous Blarney Stone, right, in the Blarney Castle. Oh, uh, 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 you the Americans love this. You guys love this. The Blarney Stone. You kiss the Blarney Stone and you could talk forever. That's not true. It's called DNA. Irish people for <laughs> years and years and years just can't stop talking. Uh, it's a DNA issue that we have. We tried to change it. Doesn't work. Uh, Blarney Stone is, is, uh, is literally a lump of clay in the ground. And sorry about this, but Americans come over and kiss us. And we charge them like $50 to do so. <laughs> You've never, you never locked lips with that lump of clay? Oh, it was beautiful. Everyone in school, you had to do it in school. You had to, when you were like eight, you had to like walk for miles and miles barefoot in the snow to actually get to the bloody stone so you could kiss it. It was a, a magical moment for everyone. Are, are you aware of anybody passing COVID onto the stone during these times? I, yeah, I think, I, think there's, I think you have to wash the stone now and you have to like clean your hands before you use it and, uh, and, like, and then wipe it down afterwards with like Dettol because that's a company we should have got shares in. Dettol, Zoom, and anything that involves COVID issues. Dettol wants COVID to continue. That's my <laughs> synopsis of life. If that's if they're for that situation, why would they not? I love it. I love it. You, uh, you mentioned that you are very <laughs> tall at 5'2". Are you, yeah. Have you ever played American football or thought about such things? Is that a, is that a thing in Cork at all? It, it, isn't, um, it isn't in, in Cork. Uh, there wouldn't be a lot of American football played in Cork. Um, I could see being like the Tariq Cohen of Irish, well, <laughs> the, the, the fat person. Um, like literally 
run far away. Uh, we play a lot of we play a lot of Irish sport of hurling and Gaelic football, and we play rugby as well. We played a lot, so there would be a lot of physical smacking into people. But American football was something I loved watching. Uh, I grew up watching it when I was like seven or eight. It was the only sport on Irish TV. And uh, when you're seven, you pick the team that wins. So I picked the Bears because uh, they won the one year and literally stopped all they've ever done. And I think I worked it out when I was, I was nine. I think they lost, they lost to the 49ers, I think it was. And was it Rice was playing? Was he the, was he the quarterback for the 49ers? And he literally was pissed on us. And I remember age nine going, oh, oh, my team sucks. And, and I continued quite a long time. I, but I, I also enjoy, I support a lot of teams that are not great. So I kind of enjoy it. It's a weird kind of, you have to go through the ritual. So eventually when they do win, if they win, you get to enjoy that one moment. It's, it's, you enjoy the misery yeah, before the actual, who, who else do you root for? That's, that's, uh... well, there's a lot of kind of rubbishy teams. So I would like the Cork GAA would be a hurling team that never win. They should win, but they never do. Um, I I would have had a I would have a soft spot like for like baseball. I never had a connection in in Chicago for that, so I never really had a connection in Chicago anyway. So I would have supported the Mets because anyone I knew supported the Yankees and didn't want to support the team that won all the time. So I kind of look for the I look root for the Mets. Then they kind of doing well. I was like, meh, don't like that. Uh, there's a couple of other teams. Their, their, their soccer team is pretty poor, so I'd watch. I'd we'd follow follow them. Um, it's good. It's good fun actually to watch uh, teams that like. I'll give you an example. The game against the Packers. I stayed up till half three in the morning to watch that. And Sorry. At twenty-seven three. No, no, no. At twenty-seven three, part of me was going. If I go to bed and they win twenty-eight twenty-seven, I'm going to throw my TV out the window. <laughs> and I was quite happy that when I woke up the next morning, I saw the first thing I saw was Packers forty-one, and I'm like, well, okay, well, you know, Lindsey Rogers dancing around the place for two more touchdowns. So that's all it took. That's right. Oh, that's that's amazing. Dan and I were talking off air earlier today about just the 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 dedication of Bears fans in general, but definitely those like outside of the states. We feel like as crappy as we feel. It's like you guys. It, we we were all raised for have such a great team with the '85 Bears, and they've been so shitty since for the most oh, part. But I love that you no. stay stick with them. Uh, the one thing I would say, the only time I nearly didn't. And I'm sure everyone, it's because we are sure what it's, what it's called. But literally, I remember at half four in the morning with my wife asleep beside me, my pregnant wife asleep beside me, and literally when Parky kicked that ball, right? Mm. Normally when I'm watching a game with her, she hates NFL. She doesn't understand it. What does turning what does turn and seven mean? That makes no sense. Just throw the ball along. What are you doing? Why are you kicking it? Why can't you kick it forward? Why can't, what, all that kind of stuff. So I don't even try. But I literally sat there and I was like, Third and second, like it was literally okay because I didn't couldn't watch it because I hadn't got the NFL, so I was looking at it through like the uh, website, so through the uh, all the score updates. So I was like, oh, Bears are on the 35 yard line or whatever it was. So I'm like, okay, they've got three shots at this. They didn't. I'm like, oh, he's gonna kick it. I mean, come on, it's simple. Come on. Did, because the score didn't update. I was like, what's going on? There must be something wrong with my internet. I just had a quick check of the Wi-Fi. No, scores didn't. And then I came up going, final score. Oh, I went, awful. No, no. My wife, I woke my wife up beside me to go, no, no, that didn't happen. And she's looking at me going, why are you waking me up? <laughs> and yeah, so I, I, and then I watched that, that buffoon kicking for another NFL team. Yes. 
it makes me question a lot of NFL coaches and people of us. Oh, he will screw over the Browns this year, and I can't wait for it to happen. Like that's oh, that would be great. A triple doink. That would just be oh, even better. Yes. And watch, yes. And watch, and watch as um, as uh, his whole offensive line just literally run on the field and trample him. How didn't Akeem Hicks just literally walk onto the field and drag him off by the hair? I saw guys patting him on the back going, oh, unlucky, unlucky. No, no, there's no patting on the back when that happens. That's what I said. I thought they were going to collectively carry him to the lake, which is not far from the stadium, and just toss him right in. Toss him right in the lake. And I'm sad it didn't happen. And shame on us, because then we got his crying ass on the Today Show. But a podcast was born. Oh, it's disappointing. It was disappointing for him. Great for you guys. You created a podcast out of it. That's fantastic. (laughs) It was disappointing for him. It's it's also disappointing for all of the world that we created this podcast, but we do appreciate (laughs) you listening. Look, look, you were talking about stuff last week, and I literally was in my local shopping center crying, laughing. Didn't know when I was laughing at you guys, with you guys. Doesn't matter. I I think you were, I I, I can't even imagine what you were talking about. I'm pretty sure you got sued for it anyway, whatever it was. I'm pretty sure there was a letter. It's most likely. It's it's amazing yes. that we're still allowed to do this and we're not in prison. Um, <laughs> but it's great. It's great fun. Um, have you have you ever been to our beautiful country and or beautiful city of Chicago? Yeah, I've been to the States a few times. Uh, I've been in New York four or five times for work. And I've been to, I went to what's called a J-1 visa. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know what J-1 visa. Basically, those students go over there for a couple of, couple of, um, couple of months to work. And I worked in a posh upstate um, yacht club, which was very oh, interesting. Uh, very, uh, seriously. They, they saw this sort of paddy and they were like, oh, top of the modern tree. I was like, don't ever say that to me, ever, 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 ever say that to me, ever. Um, so that, that was, that didn't go down. They didn't understand me. It was, it was actually quite fun. I went to Boston because every paddy ever has to go to Boston. And I didn't make it to Chicago. I was meant to go to Chicago. There was a Bears game on. And I had to come home, which was very, very annoying. Um, they lost, but it was still annoying that I didn't get to watch it. And see me get over there. So, no, I'm in Chicago. I've got to get myself over there um, and just, just turn up and see how much abuse I can give, uh, give in the stands. Be the entertainment part. Oh, we can't wait to have a fans and eggs reunion here in Chicago. So, you, uh, you and Darren can fight it out to the death. <laughs> Look, look, I guarantee you he's hot, he's taller than five foot two. He's not fat. He's well sorted there. I'll give it to him. I'll just hand it to him and go, there you go. I'll get you a couple of free drinks. You're fine. <laughs> exactly. I love it. What's your favorite drink in Ireland, you guys? Is there a drink of choice for people? Of- uh, water. Just we do, we're, we're very good, Joe. We don't, we don't take any alcoholic beverages. I don't know where the idea that Irish people drank a lot came from. I, 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 I have no idea where, you, where that could possibly have come from. Right. Uh, I'm I, 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 I don't know, we drink, but there's, there's actually, if you're, if you're into, I don't know if you're into, into getting checked out for whiskey or anything like that, there's an amazing whiskey you should take, it's actually from Cork, it's called Middleton, um, and it's a, it's a real proper, like, whiskey whiskey, so it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's old school and real, like, your great-great-grandpappy probably had it when he was leaving the old thought, that kind of, that kind of nice thing. I love it. Are you, do you have a Cookie Monster shirt on right now? Is that Cookie Monster? Yes, I do. And it's got the words, respect the beard. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, walk around, I walk around Cork with that on just so people can respect the beard. So it's, uh, 
people sometimes need to remember that kind of important information. My nephew got it for me, uh, who also is a big American. He's probably the only other American football fan I know. Um, and he's uh, he's not really an American football fan. He supports the Falcons, but he's um, he's uh, he's a big he'd be a big uh, football fan. He got me that for Christmas or something last year. I love it. That's, that's I'm also thrown off your steering wheels on the wrong side of the car uh, while you're driving. It's uh, it's uh, throwing me off. You're driving from the passenger seat, as I see it. Yeah, uh, that's what I actually am. Uh, the, there's another. There's an, what you don't realize is there's another steering wheel on the other side of the car. <laughs> Um, and the, the real driver is driving in that. I'm just, I'm pretending like I'm doing it just to make myself look cool. <laughs> You're in a movie set right now. I can't wait. I love it. Film it is. <laughs> I love it. Not, not a problem at all, man. Not a problem at all. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. You, uh, you are hilarious. You and Darren, I hate to say this to you, Anthony. You may take this the wrong way, but you remind me of each other. And that's a compliment, though. That is an absolute did you ever, did you ever, I don't know, but did you ever see us in the same room at the same time? <laughs> that's going to fuck with you now the whole of the day. Maybe you've been played by two Irish people, and it's actually just one Irish person. Yeah, yeah you both are just hanging out in finger post around the clock, yeah, just yeah, fucking with yeah. us. Yeah, that's, that's how we do That's how we roll in this little country. That's how we roll, my man. I love it, Anthony. Well, thanks for being on Fans and Eggs. We really appreciate it. And uh, we look uh, forward to continuing our immediate friendship here. It's going to be a life. Just, just before you go, I want to tell everyone, it's, it's going to be 10 and 6, lads. It's going to be 10 and 6 oh. this year. We're going to go 10 and 6. Then what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to trade um, trade anybody and everybody in their offensive line. We're going to beat the Packers 150 nil. It's going to change. Everything's going to change. And then we're going to get to a Super Bowl, and we're going to have a kicker. Carlos is going to hit a double doink, and I think everyone's going to explode. <laughs> that is you, the best prediction. You had, me, you had me ready to run through a brick wall right until the end there, but uh, uh, I, I love it. I, I could take Nagy's place. I've absolutely no problem at all. I'll do the team talks. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, run his, I'll run his offense. I'll do that. That's no problem. Yeah, that's great. The, the next, yeah, I, I think you're hired, Anthony. As far as yeah, I'm yeah. concerned, not a McCaskey. Well, well, look, that poor woman. She probably yeah. would pick me. I wouldn't notice it. But black, separate conversation, <laughs> separate day. Uh, yeah, thanks, folks. I really do appreciate it. It was really, really cool jumping on this, um, and it was really, really great. And keep doing what you're doing. By the way, it's really, really good. Enjoying it. So, thank you for your for what you do. Awesome, man. Thank you, Anthony. We'll, we'll talk to you later. This has been Fans and Eggs in Cork, Ireland. See you next segment. Okay, we're ready to do the fucker up. Okay, I don't know what that was. Sorry. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. We maybe haven't done the entire show yet. Spoiler alert. Uh, I don't know who cares about that. Bill, this has been fun. This has been weird. It's been efficient. There was a man in a bandana staring at me through a window. That was weird. But here we are. Outro. You got anything to talk about, buddy? Well, it's been a lot of red-hot baseball news here. So I want to know, Dan... 
How do you feel about Len Casper being on the south side and not the north side? He's not a preppy anymore, baby. He's a hearted man. I was upset initially, but now I'm confused as to why people, people being Cubs fans are still upset. Uh, I don't recall Len Casper ever taking an at-bat. I don't recall him uh, ever taking the mound and pitching. So why is everyone so upset? It's only bad because he went to the Sox. If he went literally anywhere else, nobody would give a shit. I like Len Casper. I think he's awesome. I love uh, JD. Is that who he's doing the the games with? I don't. Uh, DJ. DJ. I do that every time. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know him all that well, to be honest, but I literally all like Benetti, Stone, Casper, those guys are awesome. Like, it's, and it's a great time to jump ship. I just thought it was weird. It seemed like it was a demotion uh, at a step down, I guess, to go from TV to radio. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess if for me it was more fuel to the fire to shit all over the rickets and they you know, they did the marquee network and made it awful. It's really like really hard to watch. And I imagine it's hard to work for that stupid broadcast company, but he made some good points on go on go, you know, that he really wants to call playoff games and you can't do that on TV as a local guy. Uh, so no, good for him. Good for you. I was sad, but then I was over it and then just confused why Cubs fans were upset. Who cares? There's a driveway back. <laughs> oh, tri- baby! <laughs> Hi, Hoker the Frog. I'm Lynn Casper. Yeah, welcome to the South Side, baby. Welcome to the South Side. Also, welcome to the South Side, Lance Lynn, your favorite former Cardinal, and Adam Eaton. A bit of a locker room cancer, clubhouse cancer, a few years ago. So hopefully, he's gotten over that. I just read where. Uh, the White Sox consulted with players that used to be in that same clubhouse and they signed off on it, essentially, the Adam Eaton thing, which I guess I'd, I feel better about. But also, Rick Hahn, just do what you want, man. Like, if you really want them, just fucking sign them. Why are you yeah. asking Jose Abreu about it? But I personally, as a meatball fan, I feel a little bit better about that. I would, I mean, what was the other options were Michael Brantley, Brantley, right? Or Jock yeah. Peterson. I would have preferred Jock Peterson personally, but same. Um, same. I, it really, I, doesn't even a Fine. blip on my radar to be honest. Right. Right. <laughs> Who really cares? It is yeah, weird yeah. though. I feel like they had to like justify it. I was just listening to ESPN and the, apparently they think he hung up on Carmen and Yurko today on the interview. I, 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 I don't know what happened, but it's like if you're if you already have those issues and you now you need to like justify it. Why? Why even bother? Especially yeah. after hiring a racist coach who had to spend his initial his introduction introductory uh, press conference uh, trying to let people know that he's not racist. So uh, whatever. Who cares? It's Lance fine. Lynn, though. Lance Lynn. Uh, he's been good. Uh, he's fine. You, he gave up. Uh, give up Dane Dunning and a prospect, and nah. Dunning Dunning's okay. That's fine. Like if it was Dylan Cease being traded, I would have been pissed. Yeah. So right, right. so that's Dane Dunning is he's probably a future middle reliever. Like he's really he's solid, but 
he didn't really have a place on the White Sox, so that's okay. I'm okay with that. And Lance Lynn's going to be their three, so it's not like he's yeah. you know going to be the race next year. That's fine. I'm excited about having another fat guy. It reminds me of like <laughs> David Wells. So get get that boy. fat guy. Yeah, that's cool. He's only that. getting bigger too. Like I don't remember him being that big, and I just saw caught a picture of him on the Rangers, and I was like, oh my god, he's massive. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. But I think that's probably a good pickup. I mean, I I hate yeah, him because as you mentioned, he was uh, a Cardinal for many years. But uh, yeah. but whatever. Good, good for you. Yeah, good for you. That's fine. At least they're active. That's fine. Um, it has been a fun episode. Thank you to Anthony and Cork. You could follow him at Bears Cork. He was hilarious. Thank you, Rick Fieldsman, for stopping by. We neglected to mention that Rick is now a DraftKings ambassador. You can follow him and his amazing work on Twitter at Rick Fieldsman. M-E-N, many men. Rick Fieldsman. That's how you remember it. He's a great guy. Dan? It's been a pleasure, baby, on our first ever Detroit Lions podcast. Yes, go Lions. Matt Stafford, go fuck yourself. See you next episode after Deshaun Watson eats our booty. (laughs) Merry Christmas.
told me, son, Mitch is the chosen one, like a hobo on crack. If Nikki and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. In year three, we saw everything to see. A playbook that he can't read. Could he even tie his own shoes? We're worn down. The time for Nick is now. But it's nothing to cheer about. Cause we'll lose again soon With the play-calling buffoon Maggie and Pace decide That they are both are satisfied And few achievements known But their careers have climbed If there's no chance of scoring And the red zone starts Don't let anybody cough near you.